0: Welcome everyone to the Ovet Daf Yomi Yom Ishiro. Today's Yishua is Daf Yud Tet. We will begin on Yud Chet Amur Bet, towards the bottom of the page, to the last line, Haytak Suva Bessam. Recording today's Daf is available. Anyone who would like to get the Zekhut of sponsoring it, please call the rabbi, and you'll get the Zekhut of the Daf as well as all the subsequent learning. The Mishnah had said, b'sam. if the Mishnah was written with a different type of ink, then you're not Yotze. It says, in the Mishnah, Sam is Samia. Over here it is Orpient. I don't know what that is. Orpiment. Sikra. I'm <coughs> <Up here. coughs> Thank you. <coughs> Sikrata shema. It's Sikrata. It's a, calling it over here. Vermilion. Kumos, coma, sap. Kankontun, charta dashkuchi, shoemaker's blacking. Now, difter, which was the type of thing to write on that was not kosher, diftera, <coughs> is made of animal hide, just like parchment. Except the afutz, afutz. They salted it just like they do parchment, and they treated it with. Flour and water to take off this the, the hair, but not with afits, not with gulnats niyad <coughs> makka, papyrus, papyrus. Right, it's a type of paper. <laughs> that's fine. Allah <laughs> sefer on parchment and dio. How do we know that it's not good? It has to be on parchment and with dio and with ink. Says the gaminaalan. Where do we know that that's good from? We have a gazira shavah. Writing, writing. It says by the Mikilah, And Esther, the queen, wrote. It says over there. It It says that Baruch said all the things to Ezra, and and. Uh, he wrote it on, he says that he, and he kotev, and it says, Allah sefer in parchment, but you overthink? So we see that just like that's sefer this has to be sefer Okay, here is mishnah. Now we're going to discuss reading the Megillah. <sighs> of course we know that depending on which city you're in, that's, that'll depend on when you read the Megillah. So therefore, I'm going to, so therefore, if you're in a city that's a walled city, in the Megillah, like Yerushalayim, you'll read the Megillah on the 15th of Adar. If you're in an unwalled city, then you read the Megillah on the 14th of Adar. So, we're discussing now what happens if somebody goes from one city to the next. So, for the sake of this, for the sake of this uh, example, there's a B'nai Brak guy, whose name is uh, Ralph, and there's a uh, Yerushalayim guy, whose name is Benyamin. Okay, so Binyamin is the fifteenth guy, and Ralph is the fourteenth guy, in Bnei Brak. Okay, Ralph from Bnei Brak, Binyamin from Jerusalem. Says the Gemara, Ben Eir Shalach Le-Krach, If you have a Ralph who went to Jerusalem, or you have Binyamin Shalach LeEir who went to Bnei Brak, if they're planning to go back to their place, then he reads like his place but if he's not planning to go back to his place, he reads with the place that he is that day. Now, the second question is, do you have to read the whole Megillah, or perhaps only part of the Megillah is enough? When you read the Megillah, maybe you have to read, we always read the whole Megillah, maybe you could read less and still be yotzeh. So it says, no, you have to read the whole thing. No, you could start from Ish Yehudi. Is in the second. Peric, which is mentions Ishiudiy, where, where Mordechai comes into the picture. Then, according to Rabbi Yosi you have to start only from. You don't even have to read the whole thing. You have to read even less. You only have to start from when the king raised Haman, which is the third Perik. So it's either Perik Aleph, Pasuk Aleph, the whole thing. Or it's Perik Bet pasuk He, or it's Perik Gimel pasuk Aleph. Okay, three different opinions. We're going to see more opinions in the Gemara. Amar Avadavases. When did we say that when Ralph goes to Bnei Bra- goes to Yushalayim or Benjamin goes to Bnei Brak, they, they could read, they they could read like their city that's only if they're going to go back to their city on the night of the 14th. Meaning, well, we're talking about over here, about uh, Ralph going to Yerushalayim. And we're saying that he could read like the Bnei Braks only if he's going back to be there on the night of the 14th. But if he's not... So he's traveling at the day. Before right. The, before the night starts. He's tra- traveling like he's at night. He's at traveling night. at night. <laughs> well, well, well but so he had the Megillah at night, and then he travels the next day. I mean, after he does the Megillah? <mayı> <coughs> okay. Sorry, this is talking over here. I'm sorry. Rashi says the ben k'rach We're talking about. Sorry, we're talking over here about uh, Ben Yamin going to uh, going to So you're Yishlahim guy. And you're in Bnei Brak. now. You're planning to go back to your city, so you're okay. You're going to read in your city the next day. Okay, you are on the fourteenth you happen to be in Benebrak. Okay, now, um, really, so I don't need to read over here with you guys. I'm going to go home and read tomorrow night. Right. Right. But if you're planning to stay overnight till uh, overnight, then you're stuck and you have to read with them also. Right. Okay. okay? That's what's going on. I see that. Ah, well, I will answer that. But if you're not planning to go back on the night of the fourteenth you have to read with them? That is Rava. Rav. How can I prove you this thing, says Rava. says, Therefore, the, there's an extra word. It says, The yudim ha Hayoshvim who live ba-areh right? yom They make the 14th day a special day. Now, why do they call them the unwalled cities who live in the unwalled cities. Obviously, the unwalled cities, the unwalled cities, <muchti> it calls them already the, the unwalled city Jews, right? Why do we have to mention they, that they live in the unwalled cities? Like, it's very, very funny. Therefore, we're telling you that Ralphs, the Ralphs who live in B'nei Brak, obviously, Ralphs, are the, that's what they are. They live in B'nei Brak. This is what's coming to teach you. That there's two types of unwalled city of Bnei Brak guys. There is Ralphs who actually live in Bnei Brak and, the, and there's the Binyamin visitors who become Bnei Brak guys by staying there overnight. That's what we're trying to teach you. An unwalled guy who's only there for a day becomes an unwalled guy. So it's about, okay, we see that. We see it works that way when Binyamin was visiting Bnei and How do we know the same thing happens when Ralph comes visit Yerushalayim? It's logical. It's logical that whatever rules we apply to Binyamin should apply to, apply to Ralph should apply to Binyamin. If you have a villager who went to a city, this is a villager, now the villagers read on, on, on the other days, 11, 12, 13, right? He always reads with the 14th. Okay? Doesn't make a difference whether he's planning to go back or not, even if he's going back that night. So again, let's talk about another city. You have another city called uh, Kvar whatever, Kvar Ako, whatever, some other little tiny village, where normally you'd read on the 11th or 12th or 13th. That's what you'd read or the 14th. Unless it's on Monday or Thursday, then you read on the 14th. Right? Now, Let's say fell out that they're reading in his village in Kfar Ako. They're reading on the on the on the twelfth, okay. But well, so they read already, okay. Korei okay. imahem. If he's there on the fourteenth, he if he's in town, he has to be with them. Ma'itama. What's the reason? He was always supposed to read on the fourteenth. The rabbis will lean on him in order that they should be, in order that they should be available to make my for the for the, for their brothers in the in the in the villages. Now we we explain that this means because they do that. That's only if they're in the village but if they're in the city, because they have to read like the people in the city. That's what Rav is claiming. He's saying that it's only to be to be leaning on you, but if you're in the city anyway, so then read on the 14th too. So you're always going to go to min ha'ka'ma like, wherever you are. If you're a ben krach, if you're a villager. well v'abai, Abai doesn't like that. It says Ben Kach Ben Ben Khak Kim It says a Ben Krach, a people. It says if a city guy, a walled city guy, who goes to here, he always reads Kim Kamo. So how could you tell me? Ben Kach like tell you that depends on whether you're gonna come back. Elav Ben Kfar must should be Ben Kfar. So says the Basically, they didn't go with the brayter. What they want to answer is the same way. This brighter that you're quoting is definitely a misquote because it calls it mentions the ben krach, and it has to mean the ben kfar. So, so the same way you corrected the subject by switching it from ben Krach to ben kfar, so, so you could also correct. You could also correct the deen and instead of saying you should switch switch it to say Korei You read with them. Like Rabba says. Instead of saying kim switch it to Korei And then and then it'll fit with Ravah. and therefore they don't want to accept it as a question on Ravah. Says now we're going to the second part of the Mishnah. From where in the migilah do you read the Megillah? Is that clear so far or not so clear? Okay. Tanya to the we We start from Balahu Now this is another opinion. Bala who is much further down. That's already Perik Vav. Okay, so we had so far Perik Aleph, Perik Bet, Perik Imal, now Perik Vav. Perik Bal was when the king couldn't sleep and they called to bring the, 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 the Sefer Zichronot, and they remembered and Mordechai they remembered Mordechai, they told him to go through the streets. That's the that's where they started, according to Rash Ibn Boyakai. Now, each one of the opinions is gonna have the same Pasuk to, to to verify where they start from. Now, by the way, okay, we'll see you in a second. They're all from the same Pasuk. This is Vatiktob Esther Malka, Mordechai at called Tokif. It says, Mordechai and Yudhi and Esther wrote all the power of the Megillah. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, and it says, To fulfill this letter of Purim. Now, that means that the letter of Purim has to show the power of something. Okay? Uh So therefore, we're we're arguing, the four rabbis are arguing, what shows the power, power of what do we have to show? And depending on what we have to show the power of, that will depend where you start the Megillah from. Let's see. It says, the one who says he has to show the, the, read the whole Megillah, he holds, to show the power of Achashverosh. So, in order to show the power of Achashverosh, you have to start from Perak Aleph. Because the Perak Aleph, it shows how powerful Achashverosh was, how he was able to make these huge parties for 180 days, for seven days, and give everyone all the chur, kabatacheles, and all those things. And since he's able to do all those things, therefore it shows how powerful he is. And that's the opinion of. That's why the first opinion says that he starts from the beginning. Okay. Okay, mi D, the one who says he starts from me'ish which is the second pedic, he holds toqfoshil Mordechai. You have to say the power of Mordechai. So that's where, issue is where Mordechai comes into the picture. And therefore, we have to start from there because we have to show, because when we says toqf, you have to mention the power of Mordechai. Mordechai was a key player in the, in the Megillah and which the, the idea was, according to him, that called that, Tokif that means all the power of Mordechai, so start from Perek Bet, Okay? Umad ha'mad me'achadim took to'kpo ha'man. The one that says, we want to show you the power of ha'man, and then we want to show how he flips over in the end. So that's where we start from, from Gadal Ha'ashorosh et ha'man. Umad ha'mad ba'lai the one says he holds, Tokvosh on this, it showed the power of the miracle. And that was the, when the biggest miracle came out, when Ahasuerus switched and told Mordechai to could go on the horse. That was the biggest miracle, and therefore we start from him. Okay. That's according to the first opinion, which is Rabbi Yochanan. So he's saying they're all learning from the same Pasuk. al Pasuk says... To all these people. He knew what was going on before. Like the person comes in the middle of the Megillah, he hears Balaylah. Well, you, you get all of that. Become, if you start from the beginning, you get everything. But the question is, when they said, it's called Tokif, are they saying the power of Hakash Rosh, and they'll in from the no, beginning? You say, what, is he or not you say? If you start from the beginning, for sure Yotzeh. No, he comes from Balaylah. According to the rock that says from Balaylah. Yeah, then you say. Yotzeh. Of course. But providing that he knew what was going on before, like he knew the story, just walked in late, but he doesn't know what's going on. in The whole just walks in. No, well, you see that uh, Haman thinks it's going to be him. He comes in. The king can't sleep. He wakes up, and he can't sleep. calls him. They, they call Mordechai. They comes in. He thinks it's him. They put him on the horse, then they kill, kill him. You see the nest. They see the miracle. It's enough. Okay. So who does it know? He says, "Umaru al kacha umahigi ala If you look at that pasuk on the side, do you see, see what it says, what we want to read that whole pasuk on the side of your page. Go ahead, and read it. Umaru al kacha umahigi ala him. Perek tet pasuk chav chavav. I'll find if you don't Yeah, Khet, Purim. Therefore they call these days Purim. I'll shame Apur because of the raffle. I'll can therefore I'll call the Villa Get on all the words of this letter and what they saw for this, and what happened to them. What? Why did they Why did they see fit to do what they did, and what happened after they did it? So, <coughs> according to Huna, that pasuk refers to this whole letter, and therefore, it's going to tell you what's the main part of the letter. And the main part of the letter is what they planned to do, and what happened to them in the end. Meaning they planned X, and they got Z, happened to them in the end. Now, who They're referring to, we'll see in a second. Says the Kula, the one who says, read the whole Megillah. So, according to him, the, the, the source of the Pasuk is killing Vashti. So, why did Ahash Veidosh decide to use the killing of the Bet Megillah? I made a big chart once with this, but I don't think we have time for it now. So if you had a chart, you'd have a chart of what they thought, who's they, what they were thinking, right? Why they, th- why they did what they did, and then what happened to them in the end. So over here, in what they thought was, the, why why did HaKadosh use the, use the vessels of Beth Mekdash at his party? Why? Because he figured that the 70 years passed and the Jews weren't redeemed, like we said last time, right? We mentioned before. And what happened to them, that's how he ended up killing Vashti. Meaning, the reason why Ahas, the, the, the miracle happened was because Achish made the wrong calculation, he ended up killing Vashti. Okay? The one who says why did Mordechai decide not to, to get Haman jealous? Al the Shev does that because he made himself an idol. Right? and what happened to them that he got a miracle that because Mordecai Mordechai didn't bow, they ended up with a miracle because Haman wanted to kill him, and since he wanted to kill him, he ended up getting himself killed. And the one who says Haman, if you say you start from Peregemal, what 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 are the three what do you fill into the three boxes? Why did Haman decide to get upset at all the Jews? So, why do you want to kill all the Jews? Because Mordechai didn't want to bow. And what happened? He ended up getting himself killed. Because he tried to kill all the Jews and asked for all the Jews to get killed, he ended up getting hung on the gallows. We start from that night, from when Achashosh couldn't sleep. Why did Achashosh decide to bring the Book of Remembrances? Because like we said before, since Esther invited Haman to the party, that got that got him jealous. That maybe That maybe, there's two opinions, either they thought they were both trying to kill him, or they thought that they they, 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 they like each other. Right? Um, what happened to him? He said that a miracle happened to them. Because he he couldn't sleep, that's why the miracle happened. We hold you have to read the whole thing. Even according to the one who says you only have to start from I am sure which is Perek Bet. He agrees that the whole thing has to be written in the Megillah. You can't take a Megillah that starts from Ishudi. You have to start Megillah stuff from Hiba Hashverosh, but you can start from Perek Bet, But it has to be written there, so you know that there's something before. And like you said before, you have to know that there's a beginning of the story. So whether or not you 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 know it is not important, but you have to see that it's there, and therefore, and you can still start from Perek Bet. Got it i rabbis. It could be called a book and called a letter. It's called a sefer. Therefore, you have to write. You have to sew it up with gideen, You have to sew it with sinews, and you can't sew it with linen, right? When you can get called a letter, as long as you put three strands of of, of gideen, it's enough. You don't have to do the whole thing. Okay. How many supposed to be usually? Usually, you do the whole thing besides to drop a little on the top and the bottom. As long as the stitches are uh, in three different parts. Okay? Welcome, Rabbi. If you read a megillah that's written among the ketuvim, this means, let's say you have a big long sefer that has, let's say, root, Esther, uh, shir, shirim, all on, written in cloth on the whole long thing, and the megillah is among that. <laughs> that's only true that it's That's only if the migila is the same size as all the other ones. So it's, if it's sewn all together, it's not kosher. But if the migila is a little smaller than the other ones, so let's say the other ones, the root one is 10 inches, and the migila is only 8 inches high, or the migila is 12 inches high, then it's fine. Okay. <coughs> <coughs> Levi the of the Megillah. written there, but they told him. Lo they said, You know, And therefore, you shouldn't have read like that. Amar Abkhir Abba Amar you're not and he banged his head. But that's only true in public. But in private, you could you would say straight according to this Amora. This whole thing of not reading on the Megillah among the between, that's all, they're all, if they're all eight inches high, you're not allowed to read it. That whole thing is only true if you're in public. But if you're in private, you could read it from the something that's all eight inches high. This day you have to leave a little bit on top. She leaving a margin on the top, you can't write all the way to the top. Right? Meaning when you when you sew it up, they always leave a little bit on the top and a little bit on the bottom. They don't sew it all the way to the top. That business, right? He says, no, it's not Actually, it's only for the chachamim in order that there's a rip. That's Rebbe new statement. Now once we mention let's mention a few other ones. If they would have left a tiny, the, the, a hole in the cave that Moshe and Eliyahu stood when Hashem passed by in front of them, even a hole the size of a needle, they wouldn't have been able to stand there because the light that came in when Hashem revealed themselves to both Moshe and Eliyahu in the cave they were in the cave, but if there was a tiny hole, they wouldn't be able to stand there. Because the says no one can see Hashem and live, and therefore the cave had to be completely closed. Had it been open, they wouldn't have seen. They wouldn't have been able to live. That's the second name And on it is written all the words that Hashem, that, that Hashem spoke on the mountain. The details of the Torah. We teach that Hashem is going to tell Moshe Rabbeinu on Harsinai, not just what he gave the Torah, but even what what Ravan and Abai are going to say in the future, and all the rabbis are going to say in the future, Moshe learned that also on Harsinai. What else is included in that? Mikra Megillah, even the Mitzvah of Megillah, which wasn't done at the time, Moshe Rabbeinu saw that, on Har Tzina. Okay. New Mishnah. HaKol Kishin Likash Mugila. Everyone is kosher to read the Mugila. Okay. Chutz, except for Chashu, except for shotev katan, a Kid, deaf person, and a foolish person. The Bidah Mahashim allows the katan. says the Gemara. Man Tana Namilo. Now, El Mishnah, we're assuming means... That a Heresh can't read even b'diavat. Who is the Tana who says that a Heresh can't read even b'diavat? Because we're assuming that we mean everyone's kosher except for a means that he's not—he's completely not kosher. Okay. Amar um, of Matna, Rebbe Matna says, Reb Yosi, it's Yosi. Mishnah. So we want to know who the, who the bride is? Amar Matna Reb Yosei, the Tenan, HaKorei Shema Volo Shmi no Yatza? Right? Reb Yosei no Yatza. So there's a Machloket, when you say Shema, do you have to hear the words that you said or not? So Tanakhama says that you don't have to hear the words. Even though you didn't hear the words, you're still yotze. you better, but if you don't, it's still yotze. And Ril says you're not yotze. So we're assuming that the same rabbi who says you're not yotze if you don't hear the words, would say that a, a deaf guy can't, can't read the Megillah because the deaf guy can't hear the words. So probably it's Rabbi Yosi who wrote our Mishnah. Interesting connection. Maybe it's the Tanakhama, right, who who allows you to, hear, to not hear yourself, and maybe the Mishnah. Which said that a deaf person can't read the milah doesn't mean the deaf person can't read the milah. It means it's better not to, because just like the Tanakhama says it's better not to say Shema without hearing it, so too Amishna is saying it's better to have a cheresh not read. Maybe that's what's going on. Most of the like the Tani ketan. Most the ketan a Most it can't be, because since it says it puts cheresh from in the same category, right? So, just like a shotei katan means they really, really can't read at all, even with avad, so too the cheresh has to be that he really can't read even with avad. And therefore, it must be that the author is Rabi Yossi and not Rabbi Huda. Are you with me or no? Again, there's two opinions, Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yossi. He didn't quote Rabbi Huda, but we're, call, we're telling it to Rabi Yossi. Yossi says that can avad you can't, you can't, you have to If you didn't hear Shema, you weren't Yotzeh. Rabi Huda says you should hear the Shema, but if you don't, you are Yitzha. Okay. Now, we we thought our is of Yossi okay was no maybe not maybe it should be Huda what Mishnah is just saying that, that the Chatechila you shouldn't read just like the Chatechila you shouldn't read the Chedet shouldn't read the Megillah just like the Chatechila you have to hear your Shema like Huda said so to the Chatechila Mishnah is saying the Chatechila shouldn't hear the Shema shouldn't should hear the Megillah shouldn't read the Megillah but if he did it should there maybe that's what we mean good so they went no since you put it together with the categories that category of people all, all can't read so this guy can't read it who told you maybe we mentioned they all shouldn't read some of them never could read and some of them if you read it's okay and therefore maybe it really still is Yehuda. okay I, says, no. I have another proof that's not Rehuda. It can't be, it's got to be Rehuda because the Seifa of our Mishnah says, That means at the beginning of the Mishnah is not Rehuda. Look at the Mishnah. So therefore, if the ends are Rehuda, that means getting Rehuda, that means be Rehuda. Good? Moises, Maybe the whole thing is Rehuda. Me dami the postal of Kashra. Can't be all Rebbe Huda. Because the Ration says that uh, 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 that that uh, is uh, katan is no good. And the slave says that Katan is good, it can't be all Huda no, But no 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 new thing. Dilma Hudi betray gavri katan katan. Maybe we're talking about two types of katan. we're missing a piece. This is what it should say. It's really a bihuda. Everyone's going to Everyone is mila. Except for That's only a kid who's below the age of chinuch. But the kid katan who reached the age of chinuch, He can read the chilah. She This way the whole mishnah is bihuda. Okay. We added a couple of things, but it will work. Says the How are you going to make the Mishnah work? Can we do the whole thing like the Behuda? Are you going to say the whole Mishnah is B'di'avad? If you learn like that, we're telling you it's only B'di'avad. But I'll show you that according to B'di'avad, that it could be even the Khadkhila according to Behuda that he allows deaf people to do things in the Chatechila. According to what we're saying now, the whole mission is with the Avad, and the Behuda only lets with the Avad. Okay? Listen to this writer. It says, It says that if you have a Chodesh, in the Chatechila, you can separate truma. Right? Now, Mani, who could have written that? If it's a the Avad in the Chatechila, it can't be him, because... We explained, that Rabbi Huda is only, he's only allowing b'diavad and not lachadchila. Because the way we're explaining it, Rabbi Yehuda of the Shema Rabbi is not allowing the chadchila. He's only allowing b'diavad. Right. If so, this statement that he could, that a deaf person can separate truma, cannot be him. Right. Irab Yosi, the namilo. And it can't be him because even with the Avad is it, no good. Okay, but that's him. We'll do this tomorrow. We'll come back to this tomorrow. Again.